Hello there, this is the Psychology Report, and I'm glad that you're with me today. You know, one of the things that we um, are bothered about with our children, and particularly our older children as they get into high school, is that they're very selfish. They look after themselves, they are giver, are they're takers, they're not givers. They uh, do only what is in their own best interest and what is really uh, something that they want. And uh, something that's important to them and not something that is important to you, you know, as a parent. So um, children are uh, very selfish, obviously. And what we do is um, feed that. We encourage that. We give them things. We give them more and more things. We want them to live a good life. We want them to have, you know, good uh, uh, things in their life, good experiences. We want them to have what we did not have when we were at that same age. And on and on life goes, and we are actually, we spoiled our kids, and then we turn around and don't like the fact that they're spoiled, that they're selfish, they're very narcissistic. Then to some degree, kids are that way, naturally. But you know, it's, on our, it's our own fault. It's our own fault that we have raised kids that uh, look after themselves and think of themselves only or first, and then um, have very little regard you know, for other people, are not empathetic, not compassionate, not caring, not giving, uh, don't volunteer, you know, don't really get involved in the process of sharing life with others, uh, giving good to others. They're involved in only the taking, uh, and we don't like that. You know, it comes down to the question, how do you get kids to give back? How do you give kids, how do you help kids consider the idea of a reciprocal relationship. They get certain things and they give. They have certain advantages and they give to others so that they can have advantages as well. How do you get kids to give back? How do you get kids to be giving and to be sharing and to be thoughtful and be considerate of other people? Well, let's take a look at maybe a few handful of ideas that uh, might be helpful. Because this is very important in the parenting process. And uh, it's really what makes a good and effective parent. If you can get your kids to be a caring, sharing, compassionate, giving child, you've done well. But if your kids are not, you've missed the boat there. Even in regards to thank you notes, after they get something like a gift from their grandparents or from an aunt and uncle or whatever it might be, do they write thank you notes? Do they make a call? Do they do an email? Do they somehow communicate their appreciation for what they were given. If they don't, you've missed the boat as a parent. If they do, good. You've fulfilled your responsibility and you've taught them a very important social skill. So even that is the part of the giving process. So what is, what, give me a, a bucket full of ideas, if you will, of uh, ways in which we can get kids to give back and to be sharing and be caring and be thoughtful and be compassionate towards other people, but also to give money and to give time, and to give of themselves for the good of others. You know, every street corner nowadays has somebody on it that is seeking a handout. You know, it's that idea that they want the hand, they want it free, they want it to just be given to them. And many times with your kid in your car, you drive by. You don't say anything at all, or you disparage that person for being there and seeking out a handout, and your child gets the idea of an attitude here about towards people who are beggars, if you will, or who are takers from the community, 
And they get the idea that, no, you don't give to these people because you don't give as a parent. But you know, one of the attitudes that's very important here is if you're going to help your child be a giver, you have to say, look at it. It's better to give them food than it is to give them money. And express the reason why that's the case. Many of these people just take that money and use it for alcohol and drugs. So you don't want to be contributing to that kind of a habit. So you choose to give them money. I mean, you choose to give them a, a gift of fruit or food or you make a sandwich or you have some leftovers and you put it into a little dish and you give it to them. Now, whether they want it or not, but that's your way of giving. It's your way of sharing. It's your way of also giving an example to your child of the giving process. Give something that's meaningful and something that is valuable and something that you feel good about and that you know that you've done right and you've done well by sharing that particular gift with them. Or you might say, I don't give them money, but I give money to the rescue mission downtown so that these people can go there and get a meal and clean up and have a night inside and benefit from the services of the mission. So it's a kind of a way of doing it. Or some other uh, organization that helps people who are homeless or helpless in, in some way. In other words, the important thing is not just the way you do something on the corner like you give or not, but you also use it as an opportunity to teach your child the value of giving, the importance of giving, and how you can give in a meaningful way so that it's helpful and it really produces a result. Well, there's another one. Stay local. You know, if you're going to help your kids kind of get the idea of giving, find some local projects that you can do as a family. As a whole family, give a day and go down and volunteer. Or get your kid and you know, all his friends together and then have all the kids and all the friends go down and volunteer a day downtown and help somebody, help a rescue mission or help one of the organizations or help you know, some of the people who are helpless and poor and homeless or whatever it might be. Go help clean up a, a, an area of the city. But do it here locally so that your kids can get the idea of the benefit that it gives to a city and it does to a group of people within the city. But stay local. Do things that are local that kids can get their teeth into and can see and can be part of so that there's always something that they can talk about and go back and be reminded of the fact that they've contributed in some way themselves personally. So a local contribution is really kind of a helpful way to... And then later on, kids will give to things globally and across the seas somewhere and other countries and you know whatever it might be. But you have to start somewhere that's meaningful and usually you start local. You know, third point is, yeah, do a kind of a charitable matching gift. You know, tell your kids, look, if you give something to a homeless person, I'll match it. You give an orange, I'll give an orange. You give a dollar, I'll give a dollar. Uh, but I'll match it. So that it becomes kind of a family activity, but it becomes a fun activity, but it becomes a learning activity and a motivational activity. You know, kids will maybe give something out of their own piggy bank, out of their own funds, if they know that you're going to match. So offer a matching fund. and uh, Or have a child, if he's working, save up a few dollars. And then give it you know, to the church or give it to an organization or to the Salvation Army or whatever it might be. And then you match those funds so that your child gets the idea that funds can be multiplied. 
Sometimes it's by what you match, but, but the idea that other people give too, and it kind of all comes together and it multiplies, and it becomes a very significant gift. Challenge your children. Challenge your child. I said, look it, come up with $5. You get money. You get a few dollars here and there. You get monies for, for your birthday. You get money at different times of the year, Christmas time. Give a dollar. Give $2, and I'll match it. It's like giving the child some money to, to go to church or Sunday school and have them give that as the act of giving. They, they learn how to give. But put a motivational factor to it by offering to match it so that it's become now a joint project within the family. You know, the other thing is about giving, uh, you know, helping your child learn how to give, give back, and so on, is talk about it. Talk about why you give. Why do you give to the church? Why do you give to certain charitable organizations? Why do you not give to certain charitable organizations? Why do you prefer one over another? And you may want to discuss how much you give. You may want to do that. Or you don't even have to say how much you give, but that's the fact that you give and the reason why you give. Help them get the picture. Help them get an understanding of why uh, it's important to give money to that particular organization and that you value it and why you value it and why you help in the way that you do. In other words, make that table talk time. Help them see that giving is a family issue, but it's also something that's very personal. But that you've thought it out and you have reasons to give, you have reasons not to give, so that there is a very definite pattern within the family giving arrangement so that when a child gets older, they have a kind of a concept, they have an understanding of what giving is all about and there's value to it, but there's also purpose to it. There's also a priority to it and there's also a choice to it. That is, there are certain places you give and certain places you do not give, and there's reasons for that. Certain reasons you give money now as compared to later. It might be need, it might be urgency or you know whatever it might be but priority is a factor too so those are just some of the things that you want to do in a family to make sure that you have a child that thinks outside the box that thinks outside themselves thinks outside just their own personal selfish uh, desires and motivations and uh, the uh, bucket list that they live with and that they want and that they want you to buy for them and even make a deal if you do something, I'll do something. If you forgive, I'll forgive. If you overlook something, if you just walk away from something and not buy it, then I'll do the same thing in something in my life. And we have a, kind of like a game going on or having some kind of a, a mutual uh, task or a mutual uh, project where you go on that you both give something, you both withhold something, you both do something different for the good of others. It's a way of kind of thinking. It's the way of kind of working together, but it's all for the purpose of teaching your child to give back because they had so much given to them. This has been the Psychology Report, and I recommend that you listen to my uh, morning television program, which starts next Saturday, March the 4th, 10 o'clock in the morning, on CentralValleyTalk.com. CentralValleyTalk.com local um, online television station, and uh, I will be holding forth for an hour on 10 o'clock next Saturday and the first and the third Saturday of each month on the general theme of Dr. Teach Me to Parent. And the topic will be primarily for parents, not necessarily young parents, but parents 
have, have children of all ages, because we can learn at all levels, but ways in which we become much more effective and much more intentional in our parenting process. So I invite you to join me. It would be nice if you do that. Yeah, and go to my website and get the book, Dr. Teach Me to Parent. There's, there's an opportunity to not only get the book and read it a little bit, but have it before you, and I will be discussing topics from that book in this television program, Dr. Teach Me to Parent. So it's first and third Saturday of each month, 10 o'clock in the morning on Pacific Standard Time. So I welcome you to be there. Nice to talk today, and bye for now.